2: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: There it is. Okay, now we can officially start talking. Like, you know what I mean? Okay, so, I mean, country music. Country music? That's what we're talking about? Country music? Country music. Yep. I, 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 I I could, I see, oh, man. It's hard, because if I go, I'm a fan of country music, then people are like, "Mm, which kind? Which one? Florida Georgia Line or good country music?
0: You know what I mean? Sure. What's wrong with Florida Georgia Line? Everything. Okay. Everything. Everything. However,
1: however, however, however. Dude, come on. First of all, everything's (laughs) wrong with it. No, come on. Everything's wrong with it. Everything. It's... It, but but and here's what I was gonna say everything Yes, yes. every dude, come yes. on, yes, yes like 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 Whoa. rapping Whoa. sections and stuff like just stop get out of here. It's it's terrible, okay? It's awful. Bad. It is awful, it's, it's terrible. Red however, solo
2: Cup country. Hear me out.
1: It's fun and I would go to a concert and have a great time, I'm sure. And I'll I, I would probably be singing at the top of my lungs by the time the song ended, and I'd find friends there and I'm sure I would have a great time. But however, all the same things are true for Taylor Swift also. With me. For me, specifically. Okay. Where I, if Ooh. I went to the concert, I'd have a great time. I'd meet some friends there. I'd be singing the songs by the top of my lungs. But if you said, are you a fan? I'd be like, mm, not really. You know
0: what I mean? That's a fair point. Yeah. If it's, a good, time, it's, a, it's good a good time,
2: it's a good time. Huh? You just said nothing. Nothing. What? No nothing? About I, said <laughs> I said is a good everything. I said everything. And then you just said, I would love to go to their concert.
1: However, I would know the entire time that this is crap. You know what I mean? But I'd be having a great time. It's like going to a Fast and the Furious movie, right? It's crap, but I'm having a great time. That's all.
2: <laughs> and that's what's great about that's it. That's what's great about it, sort of. <laughs> no, I mean, okay.
1: Well, like, here, Chris, I hear if you. If I see a velvet Elvis, I'm cracking up and laughing, right? And I think it's funny and I enjoy it. Do I think that's good art? Of course not but there is good country music it's just not florida georgia line here's the thing when you say good that's where it starts to get weird because it's like if it's good to you then it's good that's why i just say it's either like enjoyable or not fun or not am i having a good time or not because good is completely subjective like what someone's good is my bad so i can't say good you know what i mean what's good
0: keith urban
1: no, no. Oh, good what? lord what? right no no, no. okay i'm
0: trying to figure out what the, the line here not florida Simpson. georgia
1: no Stur- johnny cash yes you know what i mean like hey, something I'm, like good i'm old like, school yeah I'm go like ahead. george Strait.
2: george, george
1: Strait, absolutely all right all right a few so, tim mcgraw so real, songs so
0: real country
2: <laughs> real country <laughs> okay mac. yeah did you just say fleetwood mac no, he like
1: said Clint, Clint Black. Black.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I was like, <laughs> yeah. what? Clint Black. Or like, on. you
1: know, like Brad Paisley, you know, Nationwide is on your side. Like, that's a good. <laughs> <laughs> him all... and Peyton. Have you guys heard him and Peyton's band? Bra- what is Woo! happening? You're... Bra- Love it. Brad,
0: Brad Paisley is pretty good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ever since he kicked. Yeah, but it hasn't yeah. been the same ever since he kicked Peyton out of the band.
2: <laughs> Alan Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Alan. Give me some Alan Jackson all day long. Yeah. Even, on, give me right? some Jimmy
1: Buffett. Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett's yeah. a great songwriter. Is I don't, know if, country, no, no, not, I don't know if he's technically country, but he does have country... He's got country roots. Influences, I, I think yeah. Like, he's a like, storyteller.
2: Yeah. You know, cocktails with you know umbrellas in them and and palm trees. Kenny so Chesney. For
0: sure, Buffett. but...
2: He, well, but I see what Katie's saying, because in the way of, like,
1: storytelling and sort of the, the songs have sort of that vibe to it and in the way that country And he has a ton of songs does.
0: with country artists. That's true. Like, several. Five not just o'clock. one. He wrote Five O'Clock Somewhere. Yeah.
1: That's a good point. He wrote a lot of country music. Yeah, I'll throw him in there. Yeah. Why not? He's made from Yeah. Anyway. But then there's like stadium there's th- but then there's like Coldplay country music. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like stadium fireworks, like Imagine Dragons country music, you know? Like whatever whatever Nickelback is to rock and roll, there's also those bands to country music. And that I had a great time listening to Nickelback when they first came out. Then You're the one. I realized I was listening. No, shut up. Everyone <laughs> did. And I re- <laughs> then I realized I was listening to Nickelback. It's that kind of thing.
0: I, I lived You're in- never
1: listening to Florida Georgia no. Line going, ah, well, it is Florida Georgia Line, though.
0: So when Nickelback, was in their heyday, I lived in Canada, and it's the biggest thing in Canada. <laughs> Nickelback. Oh, my God. It's unreal. Everybody loves it. Every single car is blaring it out their, your yeah. windows.
1: Yeah. Listen. Rock and roll has, what I feel like Nirvana, and it also has Train. Okay, you know what I mean. Yes. So does country music. It's got Johnny Cash and it's got Florida Georgia Line, or Luke Bryan, or (laughs) who's the the guy who really can't sing? Oh, Al Dean.
2: Oh, that guy is horrendous. Horrendous
1: country music singer. (laughs) Horrendous songs are atrocious. Every single song is truck Dixie cup her son tan like just get out of here just and he can't sing either that what is the what is the thing in country music where the guys go N-haw, like N-haw. there's like a it's like a weird tone to their voice luke bryan has it the twang the, no no it's, no it's no the right, twang it, is an it's accent a cover-up. It's a for, cover-up. yeah for everything else it's you can't do tone. it's like a tone that they sing with is i can't do it i don't know what they're doing It's bad though.
0: That's how you keep rhyming truck and dog and all that stuff. You gotta mix it up with the twang or whatever you're
1: saying. You know the big, the biggest of the country acts that I'll give you, I think, that are like sort of the answer for me to like biggest act, but also brings a lot of musicality that I'll appreciate is like a Zach Brown band. You know,
0: it's pretty twangy, but it's kind of twangy, but it's pretty
1: a bit cheesy, Mm -hmm. a bit sort of that thing I'm talking about, but.
2: It's not full
1: red solo cup country, but pretty close. Like, I can tell there's some real musicianship there. there you know is, what I mean? Yeah. I listen to Al Dean, and I'm just like, what is this guy doing?
0: Zach Brown puts on a good show. I saw him at yeah. Safeco. I mean, places
1: packed. I saw him at the Hollywood Bowl. He yeah. covers a lot of other people. He blends his songs in with like these. Just like some jam sessions going on. Yeah, if, is there a jam session yeah. during a Florida Georgia line? Song? <laughs>
0: It's just Georgia now. They broke up. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. I think it. it's it's either Florida or Georgia. I think it's Georgia, but that's it. <laughs> kind
1: of like whatever kid. happened to Lady and Antebellum. Lady A. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Hey! Uh, should we release a show? Hit it. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Dude, Dude. What? I thought you had the country remix. Oh, that would have been Wow. Well. Now we have to
0: edit. Never
1: edit. Never edit. Never.
2: I don't know. Maybe we get the young Fidge to do a young little collabo Fidge. with Florida Georgia line. Get that country version. <laughs>
0: what's crackin', what's crackin', Wait, who's crackin', still crackin', there? Florida
2: or crackin', Georgia? Crackin', I think it's
0: Georgia. Got, Georgia's still, I'm still there? there. I'm guessing that. Okay. Dirk Bentley's a big hockey we guy. He plays beer sharp, leagues in Nashville. Oh, What's Bentley.
1: Hey, what's up? Welcome, sorry, welcome, release the show. Sorry to interrupt. Hey, <laughs> you mean interrupt our talk about country gotta, music for a, a hockey podcast conversation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, I'm Brett. That's Ryan. Chris is here. Katie's here, and uh, we're talking hockey. But before we do that, we'll talk about Wiener Schnitzel. Two locations: Everett and Fife. Go on in. Do something different for lunch today. Honestly. Wiener schnitzel is so delicious that actually, you know, Katie, I'm going to do something different here for one of our sponsors. I'm going to tell all of our listeners to not go. Don't (laughs) go. Do not go to Wiener schnitzel because if you do, you will be thinking about it almost every day and want to have it every day for lunch from here on through the rest of your life. So... I know Dom, he's going to be confused when he hears this live read, but Dom, trust me, people should not come to your stores because if they do, like you, they won't even be able to handle the business because that many people will be coming back too often. It'll actually do the opposite and, you know, send them under because they won't be able to handle the load of how many people want to come there all the time. Because every time I eat Wiener Schnitzel, I just want more and more and more. Of the chili sauce. You're right. Yeah. And the corn oh, dogs. Yeah. The corn the mini corn dogs, dude. The poppable mini could be a bite size for some. I go two bites on each one of them. It's, oh my God. Mm. Mind-blowing. Mouth. Mind <laughs> blowing. Mind blowing. And then the, uh, the ice cream, the root beer floats, the milkshakes, the oh go to wiener schnitzel. Reversed
2: it on him, man. You reversed it on him. I like it. Mm.
1: Go to Wiener Schnitzel Psycho. Let them know the release the show sent you and get a free ice cream cone. Speaking of ice cream, get a free ice cream cone with any other purchase at any Western Washington wiener schnitzel in
2: Everett or in Fife. No, man. Delicious. You got to say... You gotta say, "Don't tell them we sent you." Oh right, right, right. Because yeah. they're not going.
1: Don't go there. Don't tell them. Release a show. Sent you. Do not go there. You when will you're become about addicted. you every day. You will be addicted, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, help, welcome to the show, everybody. So, some hockey. Let's get into it. Enough country music talk. That's enough. Enough silliness. Yep. Uh, it's time to get serious because the good times, well, they are over. For now, at least. Uh, we're on a four-game cooler, everybody. 46 games played, 47 points. The last time we talked, we were thinking that we could jump into the number three seed with some good play. However, the Edmonton Oilers have won 13 in a row. Hopefully, it's bad luck from here on out. 13 in a row for them. Meanwhile, your Seattle Squid are in a four-game losing streak. Ryan, give me some... Good news or just let's commiserate. Now, come on. Let's talk some hockey. We, What's yeah, going give on? Give
0: him that job. Should we, yeah, I <laughs> want to hear what you have to
2: say,
1: right? What's going on? Give us the good
0: news. All right. Good news mm-hmm. is we have four games left until the All-Star break. Okay. So, <laughs> what? We just have to hold on for four more games, try to get okay. maybe six out of these eight points available, try to stay somewhat healthy and get these, get these guys back being healthy, and uh-huh. then we have the All-Star break, and then we come back out uh, stronger than ever. Uh, okay.
1: Is that actually going to happen?
0: Probably not, but...
1: What? What do you mean probably not? (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to say probably. You don't even believe your own good news. Yeah, come on, man.
0: No, I mean, they have a chance tomorrow against Chicago, who hasn't really been playing the best. (laughs) We... So again, we have we have these opportunities. We just got to take advantage of them, and that's all it is is taking advantage of what's in front of you in the last couple of games with them being hurt and injured and suspended and everything else. Ugh, excuses,
1: excuses, sick. excuses. No, you know, you know what? The Canucks were terrible last year, and this year they're running away with the entire NHL. Injuries, whatever. I mean, come on. What was going well during the winning streak, and what is not going well right now? Because we were singing Joey Decord's praises. I'm not blaming him. I'm just. I'm asking you. It can't okay. just be okay. An injury, and then you go in the tank. I sure. mean, come on. Like, if you're gonna make a deep run, if you're gonna be a team that wins a championship, if you're gonna be a team that goes to the playoffs, you're gonna have injuries. That can't be an excuse.
0: Right, but you gotta look at it this way. Can we give the comparison last week about football and and like the differences between the two sports? They're going back to back games. They're going back practice games. So is every other team in the NHL. When when you have a sickness that's going through the locker room. Mm -hmm. Yep. Just think of doing any everyday task when you, when you got the migraine, right? You're, you're foggy. So what they really need to do is go back to basics during this time when instead of trying to get creative and instead of trying to stretch passes across the zones and, and, Um, and and doing all these little things, set plays, you really just got to go back to dump and chase, off the glass and out, uh, protecting the puck. So all these basic things that you learn when you're a kid, when, when you're sick like this and you're injured and you're, you're nursing, a you know, whatever injury, but you're still trying to play through it. The last thing you gotta do is try to get creative with this stuff. So it's really going back to what got you successful in the first place. And that is, like I said, it's, it's dumping chase. It's, it's shooting low going for the rebounds. It's so you don't have to think about it. You just start to react. Right. Um, in, in the Toronto game, there's a, there's a lot of, uh, Toronto, taking away the puck from the Kraken, right? That's just us not... Being good at hockey. Being good at hockey. No, it's it's really, it's not protecting the puck. It's not putting your body in front, you know, in between the puck and, and the other player. It's, it's again, you're...
1: Well, this is coaching, man. This sounds like coaching to me. The Kraken are a streaky team. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, you're good. But to me, it's, it, it feels like coaching because their whole existence so far, all three of these seasons, they're kind of a streaky team. I mean, they're so streaky that we have running jokes and bits on this show about Chris having to run into a lake. Naked because of their negative streaks. Chris, by the way, they're on a four-game losing streak. Six more and you're in, buddy. I mean, <laughs> so they're streaky, which to me says exactly coaching. Didn't want. You know, because they get hot, that's a streak. They they don't get hot, that's a streak. What they never do is like win two, lose one for on a consistent sure. basis, or even well, we don't want the streak the other way. But you know what I mean? It's it's I, I, it's, it's it's hard with this team. It's like I'll get so excited because they're eight games in a row on on a hot streak. But then, man, when they go into the dumper, they go into the dumper, you know. And talking about them on this show, I got to say, like, being a new hockey fan, my whole life all I've ever heard is how tough hockey players are. And I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. Okay? Yep. However, all I hear about is, well, in order for it to go well, we all need to be playing board games together and having secret <laughs> handshakes in the <laughs> locker room. And then when it goes bad, all I ever hear is, well, you know, we have to play every day. Like, yes, yeah, so does everybody else. Are you tough or are you not? Okay. Can you get out on the ice and just Whoa. give it your all on a consistent basis, night after night, whether you're sick or not, so that I at home on my couch don't have to watch four games in a row of this malarkey? Wow. <laughs> yeah, you heard me.
2: Wow. I'm hot. Fighting words. Wow. I'm
1: hot. I'm disappointed, man.
2: Pull <laughs> out <Without laughs> the malarkey. I'm not
1: angry. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed this is ridiculous this
2: gobbledygook this is some gobbledygook great googly moogly what
1: are we watching out there on the ice put a <laughs> put a com, put a competitive product out there every single night and let's get into these games man come on like <sighs> we got the players dude
2: well you know hey or do i gotta we? say and
1: then. you know what conversation i want to have yep. go ahead chris
2: well, no, I was just gonna say then you you're you're preaching to the choir to uh, to the big cat. You know what I mean? The big cat. He's he's uh, I think what fourth longest active Ironman streak mm-hmm. in the NHL right now at, okay. at at 314 straight games. He's sick. He he gets banged up, but he's out there. Good every single game. Yeah, dominating the ice time, doing it night in and night out. That's what you're asking for. You're saying, let's all be the big cat.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I think it it puts uh, more of a point on the sort of captain conversation or the face of the franchise. I mean, for sure. For sure. And I love a guy like that. Um, And that's what we need. But, you know, also with with the the Hawks going out.
0: Oh, the time is now to. What happened to you? I
1: mean, come on, man. the, The Kraken can grab a hold of Seattle. In a way that uh the other teams kind of didn't especially right off the bat, but they got they gotta play better and they gotta well you know hopefully we think they'll make the playoffs <laughs> all right how do we how do we um I mean I know you, you're gonna say injuries and energy and all that kind of stuff, but come on, let's have the conversation that I want to have because it's coming up, man, <laughs> when is this deadline coming up and what are we gonna do? Because when they're hot, we should be buyers, and when they're not, we should be sellers. So, the way this team is, I just don't know. You know, is it, what do you do as a front office? You go out and you buy a bunch. Well, all right, then they go into the tank, and you don't. You know what I mean? Sure. What'd you go buy for? You go out and you sell a bunch. So I don't know. I don't know what they do in the front office here with with the way that this team has produced this year. Because right? you just don't know what you're going to get night in, night out.
0: I think uh, their game plan right now is just hold hold steady, right? we got to get guys healthy. So we haven't seen Dunn in a while. We haven't seen Baneers. Those are, those are obviously two giant pieces to this team.
1: Are they? I mean, honestly, sorry, but are they? Is Baneers? We know Dunn is. Has Baneers been this year and is he? Not this year. So then I don't even know if the injury. See, everyone what? says, oh, the injuries and who's out. Mm. Did it really matter? Let's look at his numbers this year. Rookie of the year last year, you know, kind of sure. It's not, a playmaker.
0: It's not always about stats and numbers, and that's that's the thing that it's really hard to try to describe. A player, there's no stat line for being in the right position at the right time, um, for supporting the other guys that are doing what. Well. Beniers knows he's not scoring goals right now. He knows that Everybody he's not knows. producing, right? Everybody knows. Right? But you got to do the other stuff. Are you, are you, are you back-checking hard? Are you, are you getting yourself back into the play? Um, are you doing those those things that will support support your line mates? Really,
1: bro. is forty two games played, thirteen assists and six goals for your for what should be the face of your franchise.
0: So is this a good thing that he's hurt right now and he can get some time to self reflection?
1: I mean, I don't know if it's ever a good thing, you know. Whoa. Well, obviously, but I'm I'm dude. Come on, like I'm just pointed out. I, I, I don't hear enough people talking about this. Like, if this was Julio on the Mariners, he'd be getting destroyed on Seattle radio. Are you kidding me? Sure. If Julio was coming off of, like last year, beginning of the year, remember? He was getting destroyed. People were like, what's wrong with Julio? Why is he so cooled off? Oh, has the league figured him out? There's all this conversation, right? right? And then he turns it around, sets the league on fire, damn near single-handedly takes the team to the playoffs. We all know what happened, blah, blah, blah. Berniers needs to step up dude I mean the the numbers are not good I mean come on uh his plus minus is minus eleven that's minus eleven
0: it yeah. might not be all about the numbers and it might not be all about the stats, but he was way too expensive to not be performing
1: well he's well, what you, right? well, he's going to be expensive. I don't know if he is. Well, I don't know okay. how hockey and contracts and what. He's he he should have yeah. been. Isn't he last supposed year. to make such a big splash? That's all. That's all. That's, that's yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. He's supposed well, to be the face of your franchise. He's a minus 11 at this point in the season. He's got six goals. Six goals. Ryan. 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 He's, he's Ryan. He's, Ryan.
0: He's still pretty young.
1: Ryan. Shane Wright could find six goals by this point of the season, bro. The right stuff. You don't think he could trip and fall into six goals by this point of the season if he was called up, or i do not even sure of what his situation is or whatever, but six goals in 40 something games? 42 games? Uh,
0: clearly he's he's slumping right now. And then that's kind it's of just that.
1: He's slumping for the season, guys. It's not right. Sophomore now. slump. A slump is, is maybe for like a, a, a slump can last 10 games.
0: 42 game slump? Sure.
1: For the reigning rookie of the year on a team that went to the playoffs.
0: So what's what's the solution?
1: Well, it's Just definitely not trade him because he doesn't have any value right now. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I don't
0: tra- Just bench him? Bag skates?
1: I, well, he, okay, you're saying he's injured. I don't know how injured he is. And hockey is always very secretive with this stuff. Like hey, he might be something. He took a pretty big day. hit off,
0: off the board. So yeah. it's an upper body injury. Yeah.
1: Upper body injury. They're all vague with this stuff. I don't know. I'm just saying, 19 points in yeah, no penalty call games. Dude, Bjorkstrand's got 36 points. Beneers has 19 points.
0: Well, and there, and there's a reason why the he's, points. He's he's moving up and down on on the first and second line. Like there there's nothing that it's there's no confidence in that he's going to turn around right away. Right. So again, we got we got to get through these next set of games and get him back to healthy. We need to have everybody kind of. Going at all cylinders, right for for the rest of this year, because yes. that's the only way that this team, maybe not some other teams, but this team succeeds, is when everybody's clicking at the same level.
1: Ellie Tolvenin, Ellie, right, our boy, we love this guy. Tolvi, love this guy. Uh, got him off waivers, didn't we, or got him in some sort of what? Maybe not waivers, but it was like, yeah, was yeah. it waivers? Yeah. All right. It was waivers.
2: Yeah. Okay. He fell to us, and we got
1: him. Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong. Ellie Tolvin is not the number two pick in the draft, should-be face of your franchise reigning rookie of the year. Correct? You got him off waivers. 46 games played. Beneers has played 42, so only four extra games. And he's got, what, 12 goals, so he's doubled the amount of goals, 29 points, and 17 assists. I mean, step up. Matty B, let's go.
0: That's why he played on the on the top line with Wenberg and Bjarkstrand last game.
1: Well, deserves it, man. The
0: the Eberle McCann line is is number two. I, again, it doesn't really necessarily mean that much, but um, starting starting a game says something.
1: You know who's uh, the top plus minus on the team? You got a guess? Anyone got a guess? Katie, you got a guess? Who do you think is the top plus minus on the Kraken right now? Huh? Anybody got a guess? Anybody? I was going to say Vince Dunn. No, dude. It's the sauce. Really? It's the dip. Tartar. Uh Oh. Tartar. Yeah. New guy. Plus seven. And then Big Rig and then Turbo, interestingly enough. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you shipping out of town? They got to change it up. They got to send someone out of town.
0: So I, I Google just flat out. Trade rumors, Seattle Kraken, just just to see what was out there. There, there are none. Nobody there, wants them. there There's nothing. No, nothing. There was a lot of like uh, of, of linked to uh, to Eberly, as far as having having some value left in him as far as a leadership presence for a team that's, you know.
1: That would be such a Mariners move. Of course. That would be such a Mariners move. That'd be like them getting rid of Hanniger. <laughs> just, hey, you know what? You're the oldest yep. guy here. You're the most steady person here. Yep. You probably display some great leadership skills and the crowd loves you. Get out of here, kid.
2: <laughs> they brought him back, though.
1: We're going to keep a lot of these young farm hands so that we can keep trading those in years to come. We're going to follow the Mariners model because yes. aren't the jerseys fire? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such a Seattle th- team thing to do. Come on now. I, the, dude, cra-
0: the Kraken just have to play like it's 95.
1: You know refuse to lose you know what okay i got it out of the box who should go Yep, hackstall all right bye bye so, see ya dude three seasons up and down streaky i don't even know you feel like i never did and i'm not sure if the team does either i gotta say i don't know so shake when, they're, when they're when they're well, on their you brought up
0: first. when they're on their win streak would you still want to get rid of Hackstall when they're on the win streak
1: what i'm saying is i in three seasons of watching this team, I'm not sure what he does in good times or in bad times, to be honest with you. I don't know. I mean, the playoff run last year was awesome. Um, Gru played lights out in, in the Aval- Avalanche series. That's what, you, what got you that. You know what I mean? Sure. And so, I don't know. I mean, is not wearing the leg pads and out there blocking shots. You know what I mean? Like, I, coaches, I coach my kids' little league team. Sometimes you have the players. Sometimes you don't, right. you know, and then that's where the coaching has to take over. And to me, the streakiness of the team, that just points right to the coaching. Because consistency, to, to me, like, if you look at other sports, and we do this all the time, but you look at the Seahawks, Pete Carroll's time, you know, up, to, up and downs and whatever. But for the most part, consistency, which which points to a strong leader and strong leadership at the top, doesn't it, Chris? And so... The streakiness of the Kraken sort of points to some, just what I would say is maybe inconsistencies with the coaching or messaging or you know what I mean. I don't know. I, they got yeah, to do something to light anti- a fire. Anti malarkey. I, I will not put up with malarkey.
2: Anti malarkey. You want security. You want some steadiness. Mm-hmm. Some steadiness. Yeah, I can see that. I, I also see that.
1: think you know, and Ryan. You correct me if I'm wrong. We could get other hockey people in here. Correct me if I'm wrong. But the the not naming of a captain, every time it starts to go south, that just sticks out in my brain, again, as sort of a – like it it just points to like a lack of leadership to some degree. Why can't you just pick someone and go with it? You know, just – if I was the coach, just – Make a choice. It's been three seasons. All these guys have been here the entire time. You know these guys well enough. Pick a leader and let's go with it.
0: I think you're the the lack of a captain and the way that Hackstall sort of goes about his days is, is pretty similar, right? It's you're just sort of make and do uh, with, <laughs> with 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 Pete Carroll. With Pete Carroll, you knew you got win forever. You knew his philosophy. You knew how yes. he was. And then yes, and then during the game, he's fired up and he's yelling yes. and he's he's yes. he's a- animated and he's Chewing really going gum. for it, right? Yes. Haxtell is the same no matter what. It's it's the same interview. It's it's the same demeanor. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and his team plays the same all the time. Sometimes hot, sometimes cool.
0: This team doesn't really have that that true identity where it's like, all right, we're not we're not the uh, Broad Street Bullies where we're gonna just beat everybody up. We're not the finesse team um, like the Penguins in their heyday when they're um, winning Stanley Cups. We're not. The, what are we? We're just sort of we go out there, right? We we are a team. Okay, we play the team game, but that only gets you so far. Especially well, now when half the team is sick. There you go. It starts to break down.
1: Well, you know, naming a captain would be too mean to the other players because we're really nice. Is that why? We're a really nice team. We're really nice. Our jerseys are nice. We're a really nice team. We come in and we play team hockey. We don't exactly have a captain because we don't want to play favorites or anything. We don't have a face of the (laughs) franchise because nobody wants to step up and be that, you know? I don't know. We're just a really nice hockey team who's here to play hockey. And if we win, that's great. And if we lose, okay. And we'll we'll try better next time. Captain, it's annoying, dude. It's annoying.
0: Fifty-one percent of the time.
1: It's annoying, man. I need someone to knock over the stick rack. Right. I need someone yeah. to throw a Gatorade cooler onto the ice. I need someone to get in a real fist fight. Come on, let's go.
0: You're, you're going to hear people say that in the new NHL. That's you know in the past right the the punting of a garbage can and 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 knocking over the sticks i'd have coaches play sticks that they knew were about to break so they just smashed them like okay we're growing up right so you're not but again you're trying to fire up your team you've got to do whatever you got to do to fire up the team so if you have sat for three seasons and hey all right boys let's let's go we're gonna do this we're gonna do that and then one day you come in and you punt the garbage can and you you kind of break the screen in the middle of the room I I don't know. I I think that's going to shake some stuff up and wake wake people up.
1: Yes. I'm sick of this new thing in sports. It feels like it happened in the NFL, too, where it's like kind of just soft and nice and like, oh, we kind of play the game. And wasn't that entertaining? And you guys put a lot of bets on it, which, let's face it, that's what all this is really about. Mm -hmm. And um, so, okay, we all did the thing. And wasn't that entertaining? eh. No, it's not entertaining. Get some passion. I'm sick of sitting on the couch and investing my time into these teams, and it feels like nobody out there who's playing or coaching cares. That's why Pete Carroll was the greatest, and some of these older coaches who are all on the way out, by the way. Yep. Because you felt like, at least as a fan, that they were living and dying with, and that they cared, and that they were passionate, and they were going to have an early heart attack instead of you. Sure. And that's good. <laughs> no, you, you know what I mean? Didn't it feel like Nick Saban would just like keel over and die sometimes on the sidelines? No. But as an Alabama fan, that's that's what you want. Correct. That's what you want. Your head coach. You're rooting for them. You're buying the jerseys. You're paying for the concessions. Let's go. Go back
0: to all the coaches in Seattle that that you knew and and again that that you went behind. Right, Lou oh, Same thing. Lupinella. Yes. Right. I mean, he's throwing bases. He's kicking hats. Like
1: Holmgren. Holmgren didn't put up with any no. s. You know he didn't. You could tell, you know. He was a different leader than Pete Carroll, obviously, but sure. you could tell that he loved his players. He had his players' backs, but at the same time, he he wasn't putting up with any crap, you know? And I I don't know. I Yeah. I don't know. Even do you remember even during the winning streak and even in last year, we were even saying about Hacksaw, like, well, it's going good, but we don't really know if it's his fault.
0: Sure. <laughs> So uh, it, the coaching staff is, is pretty quiet. Um, and they're, they have, a, they have their plan that they're trying to execute. I don't know if they're just not letting anybody in, but they, they probably should because that, that will, especially when you start not calling out people, but, but leaking it out into the press, right? Like, Hey, this is what's going on behind the scenes. It's going to fire up, fire up the team in a different way. It you, you want, he has a chance. He talks to the press e- after every practice, every morning skate, after every, um, yeah. Every game, then he has his availabilities throughout the week. Use that opportunity to to people see that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. But again, you walk up, he stands there, he, he poses like Superman all the time, and he just throws out his questions and then he walks away. I yeah. mean, there's really no personality when it comes to that. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll be there tomorrow. Maybe I can try to, try to get something out of him. I, I mean, I'd, I don't know. Hey, wh- what's going on? <sighs>
1: Who's going to throw a Gatorade cooler? Like, let's go. Who's pissed off enough to stand up and do something about the mediocrity of this team? And I know that right now, you know, let's see. They'd be in the playoffs right now? No? Yes? I can't exactly. Would they be if it started today?
0: I think they're out now. They're out. No. Yeah, they're out. Nashville,
1: Overton. So, I mean, come on. That's not good enough, dude. It's just not. You You go, you know, you have a season one that record wise everyone knows you're in season one it's fine and everyone sure. had a good time and we fell in love with the jerseys season two probably went further than they should have but hey we're building in the right direction season three you can't you can't have this happen with the same players you just can't unless you're the mariners you know and and if you're gonna be the mariners i feel like If they don't go sign anyone, if they don't go make a trade, if they don't shake things up, they're signaling to Seattle that they are the new Mariners. Okay. And that's fine. The Mariners have been there for a long time, and we've all enjoyed going to the games, and we've all enjoyed rooting for the players. But if you guys are all here for 54% of the time, just tell us already, because that's kind of what it feels like to me. A little. Especially if they just stand pat and don't do anything. Sure. Then that just, you know... (sighs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> do we do I mean, we have any gatorade well, I'm like, just you saying, need some. Man, like
1: i'll go i'll go i'll still i'll still go to the games i'll still try to have some fun you know whatever but it's 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 um yeah oh, man you know what i mean
0: no i i got you and, and it's i'm fighting this battle right now because i want to see them continue this what has made them successful and it, it is this thing that we've been talking about right and if But it's got to work. If it doesn't work, it's going to go back and it's going to go back real fast. And then we're going to be in this position next week, have the same conversation next week. Uh, Again, we have three games at home and then then versus the Sharks. We should be able to take care of some of these games. and, And this is the time to do this. We, sh- we need to be putting ourselves in that position um, at the all-star break to enjoy the all-star break and then come back focused. But uh, you know,
1: well, and, and that's, that's fine for this season, but I, I think in a broader sense, you need to signal to the NHL, what kind of a team you are for the rest of your yeah. existence, which, so what are you going to do when it's mediocre? What are you going to do when the team is not performing? And that sends a signal to the rest of the league and to players around the league, who are potential free agents or are potential trade, you know, pieces later or are potential Ellie Tolvanens down the line. Who's gonna co- want to come play for a team that sort of sure. just allows mediocrity? Nobody. Yeah. Come on. I mean, unless you're just collecting a check, which to me that's not hockey players. So I think you got to send a message. Uh, to not only to the team itself, but to the rest of the league that this is, this is
0: cracking hockey, baby.
1: (laughs) Or is this cracking hockey, baby? You see what I'm saying? Right. Come on now.
0: You have a, you ask players in the league, you know, what buildings do they hate to come and play? They, They hate to play in, New York, they hate to play in Philly, um, Winnipeg. That apparently doesn't exist, but it's they do the in the playoffs have the whiteouts and they <laughs> they have all this stuff. But there there is there are um, there are buildings that that you just don't like to play in. Um, and when they talk about going to Seattle, oh, it's a beautiful building. It's you know,
1: the people are real nice. Yeah, all, all that kind it's of real stuff. Nice right. City. So I mean, yeah. I
0: don't know. Do do the fans play some of that where we need to you know obviously support them through this and 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 get louder and. And, and make it that home ice advantage that, that we want. Is it the player's role to get everybody fired up like that? But I just think when you when you come into Seattle, all right, it's just another game. It's not I'm coming into Seattle and I'm scared to play Seattle.
1: Well, okay, if you want me to talk to the Seattle fans, I can talk to the Seattle fans okay. if you want, which is, is look, I love you guys. I'm one of you, and I like going to Climate Pledge. And when the team is doing well, they're pretty loud. I mean, through the playoffs last year, it was well-documented how loud they were. So. I won't take them to task too hard. I'll take them to task in saying that I think we should demand more of our team. You know, I think that we should be a fan base much in the way not not in the way that Philadelphia fans are are holes. I don't want to be a hole, but 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 we can demand more of our team. I think as a fan base, we should. You know, I mean look at the Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles, man, they were in the Super Bowl last year, we saw their collapse this year and they're demanding that guy's job. They were in the Super Bowl a year ago. You know, that that is a very hot seat. Yeah. And then so then you demand more of your team. I'm not even saying You know, that might even be too hot of a seat, really. You know what I mean? But I think in Seattle, we're a little bit like, we're just happy to have a hockey team. Let's just keep rooting for them. I think we need to get a bit more like, no, this isn't good enough. This is not a, a good enough product on the ice. Like, Let's get better and demand more of our teams and more of our players and expect more from them and hold them to a higher standard. It's not good enough to just have a team with nice jerseys. Sick of it.
2: Chris? Well... If I if I, uh, I reckon I hear uh, uh, correctly what y'all be saying, is that is that our team oh, no. be listening to too much Florida Georgia line when they need to be listening to, to more Johnny Cash. <laughs> our right. team is more Florida Georgia line than they are Johnny Cash, and what? they need to go more Johnny Cash.
1: You ever seen that, is that picture? Is that what I'm hearing from yeah, y'all? Well, yeah, that's you, right, that's right. You know that famous picture of Johnny Cash oh, flipping yeah. off the camera? Yeah. That, they should print that out and put it on a T-shirt because that what kind of Johnny mean. Cash and that kind of country music yep. is exactly yep. who we should be. We're already a team from the Northwest that nobody cares about, from a city that is forgotten. is You know what I mean? Like sits up there in the corner of the country. We're always uh, an afterthought. And we need to like grab onto that underdogs mentality and that chip on our shoulder and play like that instead of just happy to be here. For real. Night in and night out. Absolutely. Yeah. Night in and night out. And I think we should trade Wenberg.
0: (laughs) There you go. That should have been our reaction to the league for the suspension. Like, (laughs) flip him off.
2: Exactly, right?
0: Shouldn't it have been? No, it should.
1: See, we need an attitude and an identity. And when you have a coach that doesn't really have a personality, I think you don't have a personality. It's not good enough to have a personality behind the scenes. It's too nice. We need to know who they are and who he is and all of that. Or go find someone with a personality.
2: Just put some headphones over over Hack's ears and just play him some Nirvana. Play, yeah, play him yeah, some, some Johnny Cash. Get get that Come going. On. Let's get him out of his shell.
0: In the meantime, we got cool jerseys and they're gonna wear the Winter Classic ones for three more games this year. So there's that.
2: Woo!
1: There's that. Yeah. Well, let's play some good hockey I while looking it. good. Absolutely. I will say, and I, I've said it before, though, the white one, the white is be- The white is so clean. The away one, I think, is better than the navy one.
0: Uh, ice ice white? Sure. Yeah, it's nice.
1: Hey, that's the show today. If you guys are frustrated like us, you can send us rants, release the rants at gmail.com. You can send us an email, release the show at gmail.com, or just hit us up on all social media, at release the show. Um... Followers, followers, followers. Follow Release the Show. Go follow at Release the Show. I think we'll be having some uh, contests, some giveaways, some follow drives. Especially on Twitter. Yep. Which producer Katie calls X, but I refuse. It's Twitter. Oh, no. It's Twitter. Always. Oh, it's Twitter. It's Twitter. forever. I think we can all agree we're not changing the name, right?
0: For Twitter? Yeah. No, it's Twitter. It's Twitter. Oh, okay. We'll be back. All right.
2: I mean what do you send if you send something? It's a tweet. It was It's a tweet, yeah. It's not an Xer. Chris, what
1: do you say at the end of the show?
2: I say. Well 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 I'll say <laughs> see ya. Thank you for listening to Believe.